Hi, friends. This is Natasha. I just wanted to hop in here quickly before the show to tell you about this amazing Kickstarter from friend of the show, Nicole PR, who's also known as Ghost Kitten Art on Instagram. Um, we love her so much. I love her sister, her, sorry, her spirit cats deck. I have it and use it all the time. And she has a new one called Witch Cats. And it is going on now. The Kickstarter campaign is going on now through Wednesday, the 8th. And if you are um, pre-ordering it through the Kickstarter, then you get four free gifts along with the Witch Cats deck. And, you know, we don't promote a lot of things on here, only things that we really believe in. And definitely this is one of them. Um, One of the free gifts that you, I should say, three of the four gifts are um, a golden witch cat's divination coin, a holographic gold deluxe sticker, and a gold foiled art print. And I know that Nicole channels all of these cards and they're just so beautiful and you can feel just her heart and her guide's energy in them. Um, each witch cat is hand-painted in watercolor with a channeled magical message. And it's just a really beautiful deck. So if you would like to um, back the Kickstarter, you can go to witchcatsdeck.com, W-I-T-C-H, catsdeck.com. And you can also go to the show notes and we will have it in there. magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author, feng shui consultant, and Akashic healer. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and inner child healing teacher. And this is a podcast about using magic and energy work as we bravely embrace the full range of the human experience. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. And, you know, welcome us back. We had the week off. Yep. Welcome to the show. Natasha had COVID. Yeah, it happened. It finally happened. It was, yeah. Oh, I was just going to say today we have Victoria Vicks Maxwell on the show, the new age hipster and the author of Witch Please, Empowerment and Enlightenment for the Modern Mystic. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, So anyway, yeah, I managed to not have it. You still haven't had it. I have not had it. Yeah, that I know of. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, I don't know if it's like just being sick in general or if it's COVID specific, but it, I have felt very, um, I opened up clairvoyantly. <laughs> oh yeah. You were going to tell me about yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, let me just be clear. I don't enjoy, it was not a fun experience. Like it felt like a bad cold, like I was fluey. Um, especially the first two days and then later on, it seems like I got a bacterial infection. Like it's not been a bed of roses, I'll tell you that. However, um, the plus side (laughs) was that I started seeing images because normally my, um, uh, Claire abilities, so it's like a way to describe your abilities to see energy, basically, in case people don't know. And so I usually can feel 
and sense and hear sometimes um, energy and like guides and stuff like that. But usually my visual sense is not that great. Like, yeah, I don't usually see pictures, but I started seeing all kinds of pictures and getting like... What? Like what? Well, um, I was talking to our friend Melissa and about like this feeling of... um, I think I was talking to her about, gosh, now I can't really remember. But basically, I suddenly saw a field of flowers. I was talking to her about um, having, trying to separate from, one thing COVID will do is, that may not be great for the podcast, is it's hard to articulate, but I'm doing right, my right. best. The it, brain fog. Yeah, yeah. But okay, so basically, I was having this feeling of like, um, trying to separate from this energy of my mom's where I felt less than. Oh, right. And immediately I saw this field of flowers. And I saw that these flowers were very nurturing flowers. Mm-hmm. And that I could go lay in the flowers <laughs> and feel um, my energy feel nurtured and loved. But I was very focused on this one plot of soil that was kind of like poisoned. And that mm-hmm. represented the kind of ancestral pattern of this um, being hard on yourself and inner critic talk and all of that. And I saw like, oh, okay, I don't, I can, I'm not responsible for that soil. I can give that back to her with love and just like hand it back and, um, and just focus on the nurturing flowers. Because like for so long, I have had this feeling of I can't let myself be nurtured until I fixed it. Like until right. I fix, I have to focus on the like the bad soil essentially. The ba- until I know that I'm completely well. But then I just was like, no, actually, I don't have to focus. I can let it go. I can send it with love and just let myself sit in the field of flowers. And these flowers were very visual. Like I could almost smell. Them. <laughs> what kind of flowers were they? They were. Oh, geez, I wish I knew flowers better. We have them here. They're like. And they're not daisies. They're like little, they're white petals with a yellow center. <laughs> but they're not daisies? Are they in the daisy family? No, they're tiny. Aren't daisies big? Well, there's a whole huge daisy family called oh, the okay. Aster family. You know what? I'm not sure, but I'll find out. Maybe I can go outside and take a picture of them and the identify them. The little tiny them. daisies sometimes are chamomile. Oh, I think it is chamomile. Chamomile! Yeah, oh, That's like so soothing and soft. Oh. That is what it is. We have a lot of chamomile here on our property. Oh, I love this. So this is so intriguing to me because I had a real similar. We didn't draw cards for last week, but I drew a card for last week because, yeah, for my um, video. And I drew Poppy, which was um, in my Magical Flowers Oracle is take a nap. And Um. then when, but what I saw was not like, oh, you need to rest more. It was, you need to completely just like, Instead of pretending you know what all these people are thinking and whether it matters and whether you're a good person or not, yes. like all this kind of like instead of that, just go just like is it as if you're just like, you know what, I'm just gonna go. Oh to my sleep god, instead of that's the exact same right? image. I know, and that was the message for for the week, like that I got for me wow. and for others, and it has been really deep. I mean, I've been feeling it a lot of just the clarity of well, why would I try to guess that other people are thinking bad things about me and then believe that's yes. true? Like, what is the point of that? Like, There's at first no of all, I don't point. know 
what they're thinking. Like I don't, yes. I can't read their mind. Second yes. of all, it's not my own opinion of me. Yes. But then also even just kind of this, this like fake um, standard of what it means to be a good person. Yeah, like that, that I'm just kind of like, what? Who cares? Like, like I'm it, not going to yes. be a perfect person, and and it feels so empowering. Yes, and another thing about that is like. Why do we have to be special? Or like yes. like we can feel special to ourselves, that's important. But <laughs> totally. why why do we have to be like you know, it and what does that even mean? It's going to mean something different for everybody. Mm-hmm. And but here's the thing, it's like hard to take the, all that in if underneath it you feel a sense of like I'm not good enough because it's always mm-hmm. going to be well I have to pay attention to what they're saying because I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. So if you can just like love like figure out how to love that inner child part and just be yeah, like you're it's okay. all combined with self-love and self-compassion yes, for yes, sure. And so yes. I have been practicing that stuff for yes. a long time but it did just feel like you know when you have a breakthrough or yes. suddenly like oh this is this doesn't have to be hard. <laughs> I can just had go so in, many in of the those. vision was take a nap. What's that? I've had like, I feel like I've had like five of those in the last two weeks. I know. It's been really, I feel, I feel very empowered. Yes. <laughs> I feel really like lighter, like, I'm okay. Well, can I, I don't mean to talk so much, but let me, can I tell you one more thing? That well, happened? I mean, we do need to be talking for like about an hour because it's a podcast. <laughs> I just <laughs> so mean, I don't want to take over. Things. I don't want to take over for <laughs> you. But part of also what happened was, Again, Melissa, and I have decided to do a money challenge this month where we're not spending anything except for the essentials. Like, we're not going to buy anything. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. And especially because in the first couple of days of COVID, I was just like, I had no energy for anything. And I just was buying. I was kept buying things because it was like a dopamine hit. It was like, I'm sad. I hate being sick. I felt sorry for myself. I was like, I haven't been sick in years. And I was just like, I want something fun. I'm going to get this gallon water bottle and drink out of it. Sorry. Yeah. So (laughs) you're a little cagey about it. Like why you had it when I asked you. Well, I couldn't. I don't always remember things. Anyway, so, (laughs) so what I uncovered by not buying things, and this you can apply to anything, is I would, I'd have to take a breath and wait, like, oh, I really want this thing. And it would feel very urgent. Like, what do you mean I can't get that thing? Like, you know, even it's like pens for, you know, I want pens. Like, and what I saw was that I had this part that was inner child part that was very, would just like amp up the urgency. And it was a feeling that I feel in many different ways. Like, let's say I'm not working, like I took the day off or something. Or like, I'm not sure what my next plan is for, um, with my business. And so like, there's the part that's like, you can't, you can't pause. You're not allowed to pause. If you pause, everything's going to fall apart. You know, and it was the same thing that came up with, I never realized I applied it to money too. Like, it's the same thing. That's like, you gotta, you gotta get this thing. What are you doing? (laughs) And it was covering up that low self-worth part that felt like she wasn't good enough. Like, you know, it was actually a really sad part that was like very Uh. exiled and felt disgusting and gross. And like, if, if I get the thing, then I'll feel better for a second. Then I won't feel low self-worth. Or if I fill in the blank in my business, let's say, yeah. 
hurry up and do then I'll prove my worth with productivity. So anyway, it's been very fascinating to just be like, oh, I can just the more I've been taking a break and taking a breath and let the easier it gets. And I've embraced that part that felt that way. She was so sad, this inner child part. And now I love her. Oh, I love this. (laughs) That feels great. Yeah, that makes sense because I think that because that's like an addictive sort of energy, which I think that's why that can be so hard. Addictions can be so hard is because there's so much pain in there. Yes, it's covering up this part that feels so terrible. And when you can love it, it heals so much. And also like just work uh, being productive. Like I feel like our society is plagued by that. Like you got to keep working, you got to keep working or, you know, you're not worthy if you you can't take a nap you're not worthy how is that you know mm-hmm. you know capitalism etc totally. okay and that's, that's why story. too i think the um hallucinogens have been so effective at helping people mm-hmm. like kick alcohol addiction and like when nothing else works because it's like it makes you look at that yes. pain and see it like see it clearly so yes. that you can heal it it gives you space i think from being merged with that part of sadness to see the pattern from a place of like, oh, I'm okay from the higher self or from the yeah, true and self. also the society stuff too. I feel like that's another thing hallucinogens do is they help mm. detach you from the societal story so um. that you can be like, oh, that's just a story. It's not reality. Yeah, I don't have to. When you've merged with a story like that, it really feels like it's you or like it's your story, right? It really, because you've just been walking around with it the whole time. Yeah, totally. So that's, do you want, did, were you, you said things, right? I didn't just. I said things, you said things. We both said things. Great. That's how it In roughly equal measure. And speaking of us saying things, (laughs) we have. (laughs) (laughs) We are going to say more things. Yeah, we're going to say more things. And we've had a lot of people actually ask us over the years. You say things that we like, we'd like to donate or we'd like to help you in some way. So guess what? Now we have a donate button. So that's exciting for us. And we really appreciate it. Um, We, producer Brett puts in a lot of work here. We put in work. So we're grateful for Yeah, any any amount too. And also you can set up a regular donation. You can donate a few bucks now or. Yeah. However you want to do it. Or or don't. Either way is fine. But we we do appreciate it. like offering this to you. Yeah. Also. We do. Um, But we do appreciate it. Okay. So speaking of other things we appreciate, we appreciate getting reviews so other people can find us on Spotify. You don't even, um, well, you don't have to review us anywhere, but you can just hit five stars on Spotify. That helps people find us. We appreciate it. And subscribe too, wherever you listen. If you just press that subscribe button, that's it. That's all you got to do. And it's really helpful (laughs) for us. (laughs) And same thing on Apple Podcasts. Um, And we do love the reviews too. That is mm-hmm. makes our day very helpful yeah so thanks for doing that um you can also sign up for our newsletter i just realized that i missed sending the monthly one this month but you oh, know what? No i had deal. covid um <laughs> so you can sign up for that though at magic monday podcast right and there's a little subscribe button mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh what else do we have other things to say about it I think we can uh, say you can ask us a question on there too. Oh right, 
at magicmoneypodcast.com or you can call us at 828-333-7181. I didn't know if I was going to sing because, you know, my voice right now is stuffy. But I did it. You made the decision while you were saying the number. I was like, do I have it? My ears are kind of blocked, but. You did it. It was great. Yeah. So those are the things. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I would like to mention that I am offering feng shui consultations on Zoom and Akashic Clearing on the phone. I have been having such a great time connecting with so many of you and um, doing this work, which I love. So if you want to learn about these, you can go to TessWhitehurst.com and click on either feng shui or Akashic Clearing or go to the shop and look at the sessions. Yeah. And Actually, in our interview, I do mention an energy healing class that I have, which I am going to be launching pretty soon. But um, like I'm going to say this month, it's going to happen. But what I actually do want to talk about real quick is to say I have some new healing options on my site that you can check out. Yeah, I decided there's always my regular healing, which if you have a specific question, it's also a reading. We look at it energetically, kind of 3D energetically, and then you get a healing, clearing out old pictures, updating contracts. And now I have a chakra healing where you don't have to have a specific question. We're just going to go through each chakra, clearing out pictures, pastime energy, contracts, cords, etc. So it's like a energy update, just like a real fine-tuning there to get you cool. in the puzzle. Yeah. And then real quick, I also have just a specific inner child healing if you want that. And I'm doing now an astrological healing of the month. So like, yeah, so I tune into the energy of like this month is Gemini. So if you, there's many great things about Geminis. My best friend's a Gemini. But if you are having a problem with feeling like overactive mind or the critics coming up or just having a hard time being in your body, that kind of thing, we will look at that energetically through the chakra system, your aura, etc. Clear it out. So that's what I'm doing. Ooh, I love that. Like the harmonizing with the different signs and different astrological periods because that it's like, that would bring up specific challenges that weren't only going to happen at that one time. But it just it just feels like a real nice harmonizing oh, technique. I like yeah, it. I like it, too. Like, sometimes you don't think to do things like that. But it's like when I look at my energy every morning and I'll see, like, when I decide to focus on one issue, it's cool to see things come up that I never would have predicted or yeah. like realized was in there. Yeah. All right. So Victoria Vix Maxwell is the best-selling young adult fiction author of the Santolsa Saga series, author of Witch Please, Empowerment and Enlightenment for the Modern Mystic, and The Angels Among Us Oracle. Vix is the creator of New Age Hipster, a spiritual home for good witches, lightworkers, starseeds, and spiritual seekers. An ex-high school English drama and autism specialist teacher, Vix is a lifelong lover of magic and stories. Her interests include road trips, stone circles, bookshops, thrift shops, vegan pizza, sweet potato fries, rainy days, and 80s movies. Here's that interview with Vix. Vix, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks so much for inviting me. We're happy to have you. So your bio 
makes me pretty sure we would be friends. <laughs> <laughs> so what, just real quick, before we talk about magic, one 80s movie, tell us one 80s movie, for example, that you love. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> that's so hard because I love so many. Yeah. Uh, Back to the Future has yeah. to be one of my favorites, but I also love all the John Hughes movies like mm-hmm. Pretty I'm wondering, yeah. have you watched them recently? Because some of them do not hold up. Well, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> I'm I kinda, sorry. When, yeah, yeah. When I watch them now, I kind of have to um, go back in time myself and watch Where? it from... You yeah. know, I'm my 13 year old self. Right. But I think I think it's really interesting actually to watch them now and see how far we've come. Because sometimes That's it feels true. like we haven't come very far at all. And then it's like actually there's <laughs> been a lot of change. And yeah. people are, you know, people are changing and thinking about these things more, which is which is great. Yeah, that's a positive way of looking at it. I have a question for you guys. Have you seen Valley Girl? Yeah. Yes. Many times. So the old one or the new one? Oh, I don't no, know I about the new one. I, I know about the one with Nicolas Cage. I will yeah. not watch the new one. Oh, there's I a new the old one too. Much. Oh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> but oh my gosh, Nicolas Cage in that. It was pre him getting his teeth fixed. Oh, interesting. I didn't notice <laughs> that. The other one, yeah. the other 80s movie that pops out to me that I love so much is The Lost Boys. I want to watch that one a lot. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I okay. watched St. Elmo's Fire so many times growing up that oh, yeah. I knew literally, like, I knew every single word in that. Oh, movie. that was one of yours. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. So, we went down an now- 80s movie. <laughs> so, good. so let's talk about your spiritual journey. So how did you discover you were a magical spiritual person? Or did you always know? How did it go? <laughs> oh, such a big question, isn't it? Um, I feel like on some levels, I always knew. And I just kind of, you know, I always believed in ghosts and in some kind of higher power and all of that stuff, even though I never had an experience. Like when I was young, I know so many people who get on this path and get into this work have had you know, an experience where they've seen grandma at the end of the bed or they've had some kind of, you know, really big um, experience that's kind of come through as like evidence for, hey, there's this whole other, this whole other world, this whole other thing going on. But for me, it was just kind of this feeling that I had inside me that was like, oh, I just believe in this stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I kind of, you know, went on my path and, um, in the 90s, you know, speaking of like 80s movies, like in the 90s, I got really obsessed with the craft, which I think a lot of us who were teenagers at that time, we were like, wow, what is this? And I remember watching that movie and just feeling like so empowered. Like even though there was, you know, so many things that happened in that movie that weren't so <laughs> weren't so great. Right. There was like this feeling of, you know, these girls coming together and practicing magic. And it was just like, ooh, you know, like it kind of, um, sparked something in me and I was like I want to find out more about this like is is this really what witchcraft is like what is Wicca and then I went on this journey um, with a couple of my friends at that time oh, and we started fun. reading yeah we started reading witchcraft books and it it feels like such a um it's like not a very good story like oh well I watched the craft and I got into <laughs> I got into witchcraft no but it like it, it you recognize <laughs> something in yeah. it Yes, that's what yeah. art is so good for and movies yeah. are so good for it's like helping us 
see and validate things in ourselves maybe that we haven't seen before or we're afraid to totally was your family supportive of it uh yeah so my family were um very open-minded like we sort of we sort of grew up being able to have conversations about well what do you think about ghosts and what do you think about aliens and um it was always okay to have those conversations and there wasn't really an expectation that you had a specific answer it was um you know it was a really beautiful space actually of you know discovering your path and go and choosing what you know working things out for yourself so that was um yeah that was really really supportive and really beautiful so i went on that that path for a while with wicca and witchcraft and then um kind of got got really really into it for a while and then i kind of stepped back from it there are a few things that um, you know, I started to do spells and things started to happen mm. and I was kind of like, not ready for it. Like yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't ready for it. I was just like, this is too, this is too crazy. Like, like this is what? just bizarre. <laughs> um, I remember this one time me and a group of my friends, we were like, oh, let's join, you know, in a coven and we'll sit down and we'll, um, work out, you know, which element are we going to be and all this stuff. And we just kind of sat randomly on the floor. And we pulled out of like a hat, you know, oh, well, I'll be air and you'll be water and, and whatever. And then we put the compass in the middle of the circle and it was like perfectly aligned oh, to where we were so sitting, cool. <laughs> where the elements were. And we were like, yeah. oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is kind of crazy. Uh... Um, yeah so it was kind of it was amazing but it was a little bit little bit too full-on for me at that time Mm. Um, and so i still believed in it and i still had my crystals and i still had my my deck of my my set of runes and all of that kind of stuff but i did take a bit of a step back um and then i ended up getting in with a christian crowd for for a little while and i went and became a born-again christian for a few years oh wow which is like a really interesting um, way to go with this Mm -hmm. this journey so i did that for a while got really into it thought that that was going to be my thing that i was going to go to bible school and it was like you know Mm. i was all in for a couple of years and then i started to kind of see through Mm -hmm. the you know see through the illusion a little bit Mm-hmm. And I started to have questions that couldn't be answered. I wanted to know, you know, where are the women? Where are the, <laughs> the female saints? The biggest you know, question. Where yes, are the women? <laughs> yes. Whereas, you know, we talk about Mother. Yeah, yeah, we talk about Mother Mary on, on Christmas and that's it. You know, like, where is she the rest of the year? Yeah. Um, so in the end, I kind of stepped away from the church. And, um, you know, I kept a lot of the the beliefs from that time, though. Um mm. You know, I kind of really still resonate with um, with Jesus as an ascended master and with mm-hmm. the with the saints and the angels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of had to pull them out of the church and take them with me on my just, on my journey. I really feel like we have so much in common here. Like I, I didn't watch the crafts, but I did feel that energy in the '90s. I watched mm. it when I was a grown up, but I when I did watch it, I was like, oh, I that I had that happen when I was in the oh, '90s. Wow. <laughs> Like that same kind of whatever that was that zeitgeist was took over, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then the angels and the saints, I really also relate to. Um, and even try, I tried to get the hang of Christianity because of my mom. Like when I was still had a relationship with her, I really did make an effort to to get it. I listened to the whole Bible on CD. Wow! Wow! <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's terrible. It's a long Just, book. 
just so you know, it's really not. There's a lot of parts. Well, there. let's not. There's good and. I think mostly it's terrible. I would say the large percentage of it. Mm, well, I hate to say it. Okay, but I did. I, the gospels. I, I like the gospels. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this isn't about. Well, so then, me. how did you? Um, <laughs> yeah. So, how did you then find your way? Find your way back to bring an '80s song into it. So you guys don't know that song. Uh, find no, your I way like back to it. my heart. Mm. I'm gonna have to figure out who sang that. Anyway, how did you find your way back to, I mean, is that what happened or like, yeah, to, I guess, um, to magic and spells and all of that. You must have, because the title of your book is witch please. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. So (laughs) it must've happened. Yeah. Um, so I think for a long time, I kind of held on to this, um, you know, I'm spiritual, but not religious kind of Mm -hmm. Um, phrase that many people use and I hung on to that for a long time even when I was you know kind of getting getting back into using the tarot picking up the tarot and kind of getting getting witchy for a long time I actually really struggled to identify as a witch and I didn't use that word for myself for a long time even when I started my spiritual business and became a professional witch I was still like oh, well, you know, I'm witchy, but I'm not really a witch. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, the longer I kind of walked down that path, like the more steps I took on that path, I was like, oh, hang on a second. I am a witch. Like this is, this is what it is. It can be intimidating to own that because Mm. of just of all the terrible, like the patriarchy views witches in this terrible, terrible way. There's a, it's, there's a charge to that word. Yeah, some people still use it as an insult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many people do. I know. I, even around I, me, they'll say it, and then they don't notice that they did. Around that. you, that's surprising. I have, yeah, that happens, no. and I'm just like, I wait for them to look like embarrassed, but then they just don't notice. Oh. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but so, <laughs> so, um, but so, what I wanted to say was that I love how you were talking about your family being so. Uh, open and really facilitating exploration because I noticed that you do that in your book. So if our listeners are like, oh, I wish my family was like that. Well, you can read Vix's book and she does really facilitate that because I I agree with that so much how it's about take what resonates with you, take what's useful, find what inspires you. And that's the path. Yeah. I also like in the beginning, you say you won't find magic in this book. The magic is in you. Yes. I really love that, that it's, it is like you have the magic and these are all great ways to bring it out. And you have a lot of great ways to do that, but it's, you're not, it's not outside of you. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, so I, I was going to ask you, so I, I feel like this is a question that I hear lots of people ask. Um, people ask the podcast, people ask me. Um, I know, Natasha, I think you have a how to meet your guides meditation, right? Don't you? Do you have that? Well, I have a class. about. Oh, you have a class. Yeah. Well, I do feel like different perspectives on this might be helpful for yeah. our listeners. So maybe you could share. What's your answer to that question? How do you, how, how would you meet your spirit guides? Mm, you can meet them in so many, so many different ways. Um, I do have like a short 
meditation in the book. Um, but yeah, I, I think sometimes like we're, we're connecting with our guides all the time. And I think yeah. people, um, I know this is part of, part of my journey and that's why, you know, I wrote this book very much from the perspective of here's some things that might help you. <laughs> like here's yeah. some things that might help you open up and connect, Yeah, you know, hopefully there's something in this book that's useful to you, you know, even if it's just that you're thinking about it and you, you know, you go, you go on your journey. Um, but I think so many of us are like, we're already doing it. And, you know, I was doing all these meditations. I was doing all this, like all this work on, Oh, I've got to open my third eye so I can see my spirit guides. And then when it finally kind of happened that I started to connect, I was like, Oh, is this it? Like, this is really easy. Like this is they've been <laughs> yes, talking to yes, me this whole time. Totally. You know? They've yeah. always been here talking uh -huh. to me. I've just been ignoring them. Or I've just been like, oh, that was a weird thought. Or that is a really good way to describe it. Yeah, I think this is what in my energy healing class, I guess it's not really a class on meeting your guides, but it's part of my energy healing class. And that's like the thing I talk about the most throughout it is it's really just learning to trust that what you've been hearing is that <laughs> like we've been yeah. so conditioned out of thinking and uh, that it could be simple or that you're crazy if you are getting information that isn't just you know something you can touch or hear um you know from another person or something but it's like learning how to trust yourself more and more then you're going to hear your guides if you want to you can no energy the whole thing it's all open to you it's so much easier than we think yeah and I don't think everyone because sometimes I do meditate and connect specifically with certain guides mm -hmm. and other times I just listen to words that come into my mind I can feel that flow of spirit guiding me or telling me things sometimes it's useful to be like open to the divine feminine and then see how she shows up and but it's all yeah. really just different ways of getting into that channel yeah, hearing that flow of that part of the wisdom that comes to the part of you that's one with everything. Well, I think it's because you, uh, you know, at this point, you've done it for so long. Mm -hmm. So you know your sense of who you are. And then you can tell when it's like a higher being coming in or, you know, you can discern between what's yours and what's other people's or, you know, what's yours and and the energy coming in. Yeah, but it is also like, my higher self often so it is yeah. like me sometimes yeah but me. I'm just saying like some <laughs> people not... don't trust like you've developed that trust that you know who you are you know yeah. who your higher self is you know that information and it really is just like a trust muscle right so there can it can be useful to have that be a part of the path is to have clear visions of who the guides are and how they look mm -hmm. um what their name is so speaking of your path, can you tell us what is your sun, moon, and rising? Oh, yeah. Love to yes. Okay. Um, so I'm a Gemini sun. Oh. Gemini I'm, season. When yes. is your birthday coming up? Uh, yes, it is. It's Ooh. on the 15th. Ah, happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, I'm a Cancer moon. Okay. And a Pisces rising. Ooh. Oh, Pisces rising. Yeah. fellow Pisces rising yeah. and yeah I love my daughter's a cancer moon and my husband is cancer it's mm. I love cancers although I will say actually it can go either way that's a lot of water <laughs> All of I just realized can. my parents were both cancers and 
my mom all of the signs can go either way that's true there's shadow and light and all of them Mm -hmm. so yeah go ahead oh no your turn oh no i was just wondering when when did did this book come out recently is this what you've just been working on are you working on something else um yeah so the book actually came out in 2020 Oh, wow. Um, right in the that. middle of lockdown. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was like, okay, we're not having a book launch. <laughs> like, oh, no. I didn't even That's see so it. disappointing. Yeah, when it because um, when it first came out, it was published in the UK with HarperCollins. And so mm-hmm. now it's been um, it's been bought by Wiser and they've published it in the US, which is really, really exciting. Oh, nice. But, um, but yeah, it was really tough. Like my book, my book came out and it was people were like, oh, I've seen it in this bookshop. And it's like, I can't go outside to oh, even so look at my hard. book in a bookshop. Yeah. And the books are, the bookshops are all, we're all closed here. Yeah. Yeah. Some of ours were. And then the ones that were like in London, like I couldn't go on the train to go to the, <laughs> to go to the bookshop. <laughs> For your first yeah. book. That's pretty devastating. Yeah, it was. So, <laughs> but so you have also an Oracle deck, Angels Among Us. Yes. When did that come out? Um, so that came out uh, last year, towards mm-hmm. the end of last year. And we've actually got another Oracle deck coming out in a couple of months. We've Ooh, done, what's that? Um, we've done a sister deck to the Angels Among Us and it's Goddesses Among Us. Who Among Us? Goddesses. goddesses. Oh, Goddesses. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, angels. I also like angels. Are they archangels in the deck? So we, yeah. There's, um, we have a bunch of archangels in the deck, and then we also have some ascended masters, gods, and goddesses in there as well. Even though it's angels among us, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, well, we need thirty six, so <laughs> we're gonna have to think of who else is in there. So we've got Jesus, we've got Mother Mary, Mary Magdalene, we've got some of the Egyptian deities. We've got. Oh, no. Um, yeah yeah and so the idea with that deck is that we've kind of brought them all down to earth and we've put you know we put um archangel michael in a denim jacket and we've put jesus oh. in a hoodie and we've just <laughs> oh jesus in to, a hoodie yeah. i like that for some reason yeah yeah because <laughs> um, yeah, i always felt you know like in my in my practice like i said earlier like i never had these big experiences as a child or even when i got back on my path of you know, this huge angel appearing before me in, you know, it's cosmic form. Um, to me in my meditations, the angels and, and my guides always kind of came through just looking like regular people. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so I had this beautiful experience once with Archangel Raphael. I was calling on him for healing and he came to me as just this this guy in jeans and a t-shirt. Oh, and wow. I, and I kind of said to him, I was like, is this it? Like, is this, <laughs> this is like, not very fancy. Is this, what is this what we're doing? And he was just kind of like, well, this is how you need to see me. Like, this is how it needs to be right now. You know, like I, you yeah. need to be able to relate to me in this way. So, um, so yeah, like I kind of, you know, created this deck where all of the, the angels and gods and goddesses are, um, you know, really accessible. And we can, I have to you know, look at this. I just know about it because of your bio. But that reminded me, I, I had this one time where I think I saw an angel in the world. You know how sometimes like when you're really in danger or something is really wrong, <laughs> there will be a being that shows up. I have heard this from other people. And this happened to me one time. And that that time, like they think about it. I'm like, I think that was an angel. And he was wearing jeans and a t-shirt, but it was, it was this time that I was trying to drive up 
the mountain, like when we first moved here to this place way up on in, in a high elevation above Boulder. And I was, I didn't realize that I couldn't drive in the amount of snow that was falling. So up this steep hill. And so I was driving up it and I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it up. Like, and I was only halfway up and I was like, I, this is so dangerous. And I just didn't have the experience to know that I was in a huge amount of danger. <laughs> like it's really, really huge. Now what, I realize what should you have done? Just I should have over? never dr- driven down the hill. Yeah, but once you were there, I should have well, what I had to do was turn around. That with oh, the okay. thanks of this angel that was standing in the snow in jeans and a t-shirt for some reason halfway up the mountain on the road, <gasps> who helped me turn the car around so that I could go back down the hill and then I got a hotel and stayed the night. But, but, but after that happened, I was like, who was that? Why was he standing there? Wow. (laughs) Wow. I know. Yeah. Yes. All like, I haven't had that happen with the, in the physical form, but lots of times, um, people, when I talk to like, um, you know, guides are like, even sometimes, dead people will have different valences than they have than they were in in real life like when they were alive so Mm -hmm. like they'll appear like I don't know just um I had this friend who was not Indian but when I talked to him he appeared (laughs) like he was Indian Mm -hmm. and like you know meditating and it's just like to give the essence and the feeling of where they are Right. And then he, I'm sure had maybe a lifetime where he was Indian. And now that he's on the other side, it's probably not that the separation. is Yeah. 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 But this, um, I mean, of course I was calling on angels the whole time. Cause that's what I do when I feel scared. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and I definitely. do remember, I was like so scared that I couldn't really totally concentrate, but I remember him being so peaceful. Like, he's like, oh yeah, this, this dude that like, really in the, in the snow, just in a t-shirt, just being peaceful. And, (laughs) and, and I do also remember that his shirt said science on it. Like maybe it had like some geometrical pattern on it. Wow. Cause you love science. I feel like this is what it is. Like, no, seriously. Why are you laughing? Well, like I, I, because I don't know. I don't really tell people like I love science, but I guess I do. But love you science do. Fiction. You are a person who loves, but you are often like reading science, like books That's by true. scientists. For fun. And yes. You're very, yeah, you, you love science. Yeah. I just, I guess I anyway. just don't tell people that like one of my interests <laughs> is science, <laughs> but the it's angels like, know. Yeah. The angels know. Um, anyway, before we have to wrap up, I am just curious, can you tell our listeners like if this, if you have one, a something in the book that maybe is your go-to practice or like a ritual or something that you do that Mm. you think would be helpful for them to hear about? Um, Yeah, I think like my favorite practice that I talk about a lot in the book and talk about all the time is just energy protection. Mm. That's kind of boring. No, um, people love to hear about it. Like, And they they need, everyone needs to remember this too. Yeah. 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 Like energy protection was really the thing that um, changed everything for me on my me on my path. Um, as soon as I kind of started to work that out <laughs> and yeah. realized that, oh, maybe like maybe this is actually useful, um, you know, because I spent a lot of time doing the oh, I've got to open my chakras or I've got to connect with my guides or I've got to, you know, connect with my angels or whatever. And I wasn't really doing a, an, an, any sort of energy 
protection except like you know a little bit here and there if I was going to do a meditation um, mm -hmm. and then as soon as I was like okay I'm going to just focus on this energy protection thing and see what happens within like a couple of weeks of doing it really consistently like everything changed and I was so much more able to hear my guides and angels and, and know that it was them hear my intuition figure out you know that's not mine that is mine yes and it was yeah it was huge it was really really huge for me on the path so I know I know that's kind of like whenever I talk no. about it I feel like I'm boring everybody no, like, I, I, agree. I feel the that, same way it was, it was a huge deal for me too and I, for some mm. reason my energy healing class keeps coming up but <laughs> this is exactly why I created it and it changed my life when I learned how to do that because I was very codependent before I didn't know like what was mine and what was other people's yeah. I felt very drained I felt responsible and it just very simple again like it's very simple like hearing your guides is simple these techniques are simple but so profound absolutely and, you know, I agree 100 <clears throat> well thank you so much fix for being here can you tell people where they can find you yeah, thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. I feel so honored to be in this space talking to you both because you're, so, you're both so amazing. Um, <laughs> so if people want to connect with me, the easiest way to do that is through my website, which is newagehipster.co, or you can just go <laughs> to um, Google and type in New Age Hipster and you'll find my website. And from there, you can find all the links to books and decks and all the other things that I do. Awesome. Are you yeah. on social media or no? Yeah, I'm on social media. I'm New Age Hipster 333. Oh, nice. Tess is Tess 444. So everyone, the book is called <laughs> Witch Please, Empowerment and Enlightenment for the Modern Mystic. And her Oracle deck is called Angels Among Us. Her new Oracle deck is Goddesses Among Us. It's Vix Maxwell. Thank you so much again for joining us. Well, that was fun. Yes. Um, Okie dokie. So now it's time for the energy report. Oh, I didn't mm, like that one. Soulful. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I went high and it's I like don't have the voice for it right now. Oh, okay. I know. I feel And because good. it's like, I'm like, uh, you yeah. Know, I was feeling it. I was feeling oh, the feelings. Okay, great. Great. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> so the energy this week is kind of interesting. I was picking up on this and then I was like, I wonder what's going on astrologically. And I noticed that Saturn is going retrograde. Oh, okay. So it kind of explained basically everything that I was picking up on. So what I was feeling was this sort of like, um, again, it's, you know what I'm realizing? It really is a combo of this Gemini and Saturn because the beginning of the week feels like almost breathy, like a breath of fresh air, like there's some ideas coming in and things that are popping in. And then it feels like what happens is an assessment is what is needed. Like it could feel like resistance, but it could also be, I mean, and it might be resistance, but what it looks like is helpful to do is for this to be a time of like, okay, whether it's reassessing your business or ideas you're having or maybe even just like what you want to do in the world, that kind of thing, which has been coming up a lot this year. 
but it's like, what do I want? Um, how could I look at this in a different way? Really just like fine tuning basically the structure of either just a general what you're doing in the world or like I said, it could be something very specific like a project or something like that. But it feels, it does feel like it could um, be something like in general, like a soul feeling like, well, what, how do I want to show up in the world? Again, this has been coming up a lot. So you might have a lot of ideas about that based on this year where that has come up, where you have had to assess or that I, that, you know, whole thought process has come up. Um, so one thing that I was feeling about that was to get in the mode of what if this were fun? to assess like okay I'm not sure what I want to do with my life but instead of looking at it from a place of like oh I should know by now or like oh god okay this is a problem that I have to figure out to kind of look at it from more of a perspective of okay well this is fun this structure I want to figure out a structure what would this look like if I made it joyful or um how do I connect to my heart and think about a joyful way to come into the world? And, um, you know, I feel like I'm repeating myself as saying show up, but that's what it feels like to me is like, how can I, um, just be assessing from a place of I'm a good person. <laughs> I am joyful. I have something to offer. And how do I want to do that? What are, yeah. what, what are all these opportunities? Um, so if your worth is not connected to it, your identity isn't connected to it, it can be fun, if that makes sense. Yeah, I like that. That reminds me of the Mercury retrograde challenge because mm. it really, I mean, just in the way that it's like this astrological occurrence, these energies that could feel bad. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> that when they show up, what if it's like, oh, here's Mercury. Oh, there's like a delay here now. What, so now what, what am what I going to do with it? Yeah, like what if I enter fully into it and commit to it and let it take the time it needs to take and instead of fighting against it, what's going to happen? And it just feels so liberating. I mean, I really feel like that's part of why I feel so empowered right now is Mm. really going with that flow of Mercury retrograde. So knowing that's coming up with you, that's connected to Saturn retrograde, you feel like? Well, the structure, like, yeah, this idea of like, and also kind of a feeling of seriousness that maybe we could combat that a little bit. And it could be we're still in the shadow of Mercury retrograde. So that's also happening. Yeah. Okay. I love it. Do you think it could have anything to do with clutter clearing? I feel like I need to clear (laughs) clutter again. Why? Yeah. What is happening? I do think that because it is like a clearing out to assess, well, how... First of all, how do I want to create this structure? If it's if you're full of a lot of clutter, then you're not gonna be able to see the structure. I mean, you don't. I guess. I mean, because I don't feel I'm kind of I I get a certain feeling when it's time to clear clutter, and also things start to accumulate. Like it's not as easy to keep things tidy. Like this is happening, and I'm like, what else am I gonna clear? I don't know. I mean, Hmm. I guess I just have to go through my closet and see. There must be stuff in there. Because you're having go. that feeling. Because <laughs> I have, I the, do I have the feeling. With you. Only yeah, you. Yeah, sometimes I wonder too. Yeah, about if me, it isn't about, about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if you've cleared all the clutter, then maybe it's, <laughs> it's time to look inside. And say, <laughs> what am what? I trying to clear? Yeah. Or what yeah, am I? I yeah, maybe uh, this is just a thought. 
I'm not tuning into this at this moment, but maybe because it just hit me. I wonder if that's like the urgent, your urgent part that's yeah. covering up some another part underneath that that feels oh, unsafe. Yeah. That could be. Hmm. Yeah, but I got to look at it because it has been, it does feel like it, the way I haven't been keeping things as tidy as normal also feels kind of freeing. Mm. Like oh, there's a, there's some kind of yes. energy moving with it, and but then it also is like, why is this happening? Should I be clearing more stuff? I don't know. I, there's something there. Well, I'll report back. It does sound <laughs> like the urgency because if you are like, oh, because this is actually what happened before with well, let's just use the money thing. Like, okay, you know what? I'm not gonna buy this. That feels good to me. And then the part's like, no, no, what are you talking about? You're not gonna buy something. <laughs> what, are, what are we gonna do here? Right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, because also this week, oh, this is another thing that happened this week. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to clean the house this week. I clean the house every week. I do like the whole, like, and then I was like, what? I'm just not. I'm just going to skip it this week. But then, but then I noticed dust in certain places that it wouldn't otherwise be. And then Mm -hmm. I feel bad. Yes. A weird, bad feeling. I think that's good. (laughs) I know. I I think so too. Yes. I think there's something there. The bad feeling, that's the part you want to talk to with love. Like, oh, you feel so bad. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I'm so curious. I can't wait. I can't either. Can't wait to hear. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for helping me talk that out. (laughs) Okay. Now it's time for practical magic. Okay. So, you know, I have in my uh 2022 your most magical year yet planner um this is a fun idea for this coming wednesday because wednesday it's wednesday the 8th it's national best friend day but oh also, i didn't know that yeah but also the waxing moon is in virgo and then it moves into libra and it feels like a good day for some friendship magic Ooh. so Here's why I have the idea in my planner. June 8th is National Best Friend Day, and the astrological aspects are right for magic related to calling in new friendships and strengthening existing ones. Light a pink candle and say a prayer or invocation asking for new friendships and or to bless the ones you already have. Call on the divine in a way that feels powerful for you and speak words from your heart. Then create a simple friendship charm by braiding together two pink ribbons and one white one, each about a half a yard in length. As you braid, feel the feeling of joy and togetherness you would like to feel in your friendships. Then place the charm on your altar or wear it around your wrist for a moon cycle or two. I love it. Thanks. And so I do want to mention one other thing. So this weekend, actually, I am hosting a retreat for Ah! the Wisdom Circle people. in for some of them who are joining in Estes Park which is right by Rocky Mountain National Park and the moon is in Scorpio all weekend and it's right before the full moon oh right wow yeah so I feel like what we're gonna tune into is some really deep fine-tuning and activation work Mm. like this ability because Scorpio is so about going deep yes I don't really want to do shadow work, but I do want to like go deep into it's like I'm kind of feeling like we're going to tune into chords like musical chords, not like mm. energy chords, but oh. like it energetic 
chords with an H and to, to like activating them, fine tuning them. That's kind of is like the energy report in terms of like that's what I was saying, like finding out, like tuning into, well, what do I want? Like, what are these underlying right. feelings of that I want to put in the world and what's not fitting and what is fitting? And- That's true. Like the, there are parallels between Saturn, like Capricorn Saturn energy and like that deep. They're mm. both, they both go really deep. So that yeah. also matches Saturn retrograde, which I didn't realize, but yeah. Yeah, finding different, like, different kinds of energies, like worthiness, abundance, um, power, personal power, boundaries, you know, just really, like, kind of getting in there and doing some different fine-tuning rituals on that. Sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited. That'll be so fun. you could do your own. Is, that was my idea. Yeah, it is. Uh, run with that. Oh, the full moon isn't until the... Tuesday, I yeah, think? Yeah. Next week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not this week, but the following week, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, before we pick our cards, that was it, right? Yeah. Um, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and gotta say I've been having a lot of fun making reels on Instagram. It's a lot of fun for me. It like mixes my old improv comedy background a little bit with what I do yeah, now. It's perfect for you. It's really fun. I love it. So, yeah, you can find me there. And that's what you do. And that's it. That's all. What about you? Where can we find you? You can find me at TessWhitehurst.com. You can find a lot of fun, free rituals, guided meditations, inspiration over there. And you can also find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on um, Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, and on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. I just texted my best friend to tell her that Wednesday's National Best Friend Day. Oh, nice. And she said, yay, every day is our best friend day. <laughs> <laughs> She's a Gemini also. Oh, I already said that. Okay, so I am picking from The Wisdom of the Oracle by Colette Baron reed an oldie and a goodie. Yeah. It's maybe one of my absolute favorites. Okay, <clears throat> so I picked Observer. Okay. Um, perspective, objectivity, neutral observation from a distance. This is interesting because this is like I was saying, like, okay, let's assess. Like, what if this was fun? And, Hi. you know, it's like when instead of like merging with it and feeling yeah. like, oh, God. Um, most people see the world through a personal lens. They closely identify with their feelings and experiences. It's like I was saying, instead of identifying with it. So much so that they come to believe that these are the only reality. Oh, my God. We were just saying that. <laughs> there are times when you need distance in order to gain perspective and understand your circumstances from a more neutral vantage point. Now is one of the times in your life to do that. This is a perfect moment for you to begin to do some exploring. Instead of only considering yourself, consider what you need to understand about the conditions, people, culture, and environment you're engaged with now. You'll be so happy you did. Illumination is the miracle you seek and will indeed find. Okay. Okay, so this is so interesting because this is like a yin and a yang scenario. Ah. So this is, I drew feel from ah. the Cosmic Cancer Oracle. It's a picture of a hula dancer and a rainbow and raindrops falling. Um, so the guidebook says a sunny day can be a beautiful thing, but if every day were sunny, you would begin to miss the soul-shaking rumble of thunder and the heart-cleansing catharsis of pounding rain. 
Likewise, valuing happiness above all other emotions will unfailingly begin to feel shallow and stale. In truth, all emotions are equally valuable and vital. Do not fear your sadness, anger, vulnerability, or rage. Instead, feel the inert emptiness and physical disease that result from turning away from your feelings or refusing to acknowledge their presence or their depth. At times, it may seem that feeling your feelings could annihilate or overwhelm you. This is never true. It is simply your ego protecting itself. In reality, as long as you don't judge or resist your feelings, they will bring you clarity, connect you to your inspiration, and crack you open to the fullness of your joy. I love it. Yeah, so there's more, um, but I think that's a good gist. And so I think the message is like, feel the feelings you don't have to get carried away by them yeah and let them inform you in you know assessing restructuring yeah. learning healing going yeah. deep yeah you have to feel them but just don't identify as them or like that's who you are but you really you have to feel them yeah it, and then, no way if you it. push them away then you also won't know what, what. to assess what to assess yeah really yeah. kind of what you want yeah, the whole uh, thing. Yeah. You get it, guys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll see you next time. What are you doing? <laughs>